Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health podcast. If you are done with being unhealthy, tired and sick, and are ready to get healthy so you can improve the quality of your life, then this podcast is for you. This past Saturday, I actually did the Tough Mudder. It was my first Tough Mudder ever. And I actually did the uh, 5K. They have a 5K, a 10K, and a 15K. And uh, I did the 5K, which is uh, 3.1 miles, and actually had 13 obstacles. So the reason I wanted to do it is that this year I turned 50. I turned 50 on October 4th. And at the beginning of 2023, I decided that I didn't want to let the age of 50 define me. I didn't want to just say, okay, now I'm old. A lot of people hit a a certain number, whether it's 50, 60, or whatever it is, 40 even, and they feel like they're old and they feel like they don't want to do anything anymore. And they feel like they have to act a certain way. And, and, and I didn't want to do that. So in January of this year, I decided, okay, I need to set something out in front of myself that is challenging. And, uh, you know, I did two things. One of them was going to be the 75 hard, but the other one was I wanted to do something after I turned 50 that was physically challenging. So I did a lot of research, looked around. I was looking at Spartan races and and Tough Mudders, and I, I really decided on the Tough Mudder just because it looked a little more fun and it looked a little bit more team-friendly. And so I just decided uh, that was what the, the race I was wanting to do. So anyway, in January, uh, I signed up. And then I decided that I really wanted to do it with my sons. So I asked my older son to do it with me. He agreed to do it with me. And uh, I asked my younger son. He didn't want to at first. So then I decided, let's make it a a bigger event. Um, My niece, who uh, you'll hear more about in an upcoming episode, uh, she had just uh, was diagnosed with uh, thyroid cancer, had her thyroid removed, and kind of been a challenging year for her. So I decided I wanted her to do it with us as well. So she joined and then I asked my younger brother and my brother-in-law. So I think uh, 32 maybe is the next age. I turned 50. The next age higher than that was 32. So there were six of us that, that decided to do it. And so, yeah, my younger son decided at the last minute he wanted to do it as well. So it was me, my two boys, my niece, my brother, and my brother-in-law that all decided to do it. So then my sister decided that she kind of wanted to make it a family thing. So then she rented a house that was in in Nashville, Tennessee, or just outside of Nashville, Tennessee, which was where the Tough Mudder was. The reason I chose that one is because it was the only one that was after my 50th birthday that was still relatively close. So anyway, she uh, rented a house and... There ended up being 12 of us, I think 12 of us that went. So six people that did the Tough Mudder and six people that decided to come and cheer us on and watch. So we uh, went out there on a Friday. We had dinner as a family on Friday evening. We got up uh, Saturday morning. We went and did the Tough Mudder. And then, you know, Saturday evening came back, enjoyed, you know, being at the house together and everything, and then came back home on Sunday. And and it was a it was a really really good experience. And I really enjoyed the fact that I did it with my boys. 
I really enjoyed the fact that I did it with my niece and then my brother and brother-in-law. I just, it was a, it was a nice experience to be able to do those, that kind of challenging thing with them and to celebrate, you know, my 50th birthday. Uh, so some of the obstacles were, uh, were kind of interesting. So one of the first obstacles that you go through, and again, it's called the Tough Mudder for a reason because it's muddy. And the first obstacle really showed that. So you go, you basically jump into a pit that is um, probably about up to my chest. And you jump down into it. And then there is another wall, basically, that's about four foot deep. That's just solid mud. And you cannot by yourself get over that wall. You have to have someone either push you up or someone pull you up or the combination of the two. So, And then once you get up on top of the wall, you have to try pulling other people up. So it was just really helping each other get over. So you go there and there was three of those and then you finally climbed out of the pit and and when I say it was a pit of mud, it was mud. Like you, like if you didn't have your shoes tied really tight, you're just going to lose your shoes. And that was the first experience of like, okay, this is the real deal. This is, we're getting muddy. We're getting dirty in this. And so, so then in between each obstacle, you kind of run to the next obstacle. And, and so then I think, uh, I'm not going to remember every obstacle. There were 13 of them. The next one I think was a wall. It was just a wooden wall. Um, with nothing to climb up on. So it was probably about seven or eight foot tall. So again, you had to uh, have, there was people that was uh, sitting kind of chair style against the wall that they would allow you to use their knees to climb up on. People on that was already over the wall was leaning. On the other side was a foot thing halfway up. So people could stand on the other side of the wall and help you up. Again, it was a very team environment. Let's see what other obstacles were. There were uh, an obstacle where you had to crawl in the mud under barbed wire. Uh, that was interesting, and it was that wasn't that challenging, but it, it was still just incomplete and total mud. Um, it was kind of funny because there was actually a girl that had her hair up in like a I don't know what you call it, like a ball, a ball bobby or what I don't know what it, the hell it's called, but but anyway, her hair got stuck in the uh, on the bob wire, so her basically head head was stuck there for a while. So she had to have someone help her get that out of her, you know, get that off of there. And um, but we get, went through that, and then there was one of the funnest ones was this is gonna be hard to explain. Is there are these square shaped obstacles? So again, you jump down in water, and you're up to the about your chest in water, and there were these. big squares that rotated. So you had to grab onto the angles of one of those squares as it rotated and people were lifting up the square to move it. So it was just like a big long square and they had to lift you over. So as you were going over, you had to turn around. So then you're landing on your feet. But again, that was, you know, you had to have three or four people on one side pushing and other people pulling from the other side just to help get people over. And there were like three of those in a, in a row. Um, there was also an obstacle where you were walking in about five inches of mud, about three to five inches of mud to where it looked like that's all it was. But then there were spots of it that was about four foot. So you were kind of slowly walking where you were trying to find where the path was to where it was only three to four or to five inches instead of the four foot. And, and uh, I ended up falling in one of the, the holes or actually slipping down. I was 
thought I had the path, end up slipping down and going into the mud. So there was that. There was also some uh, other kind of like balancing on some rope type things where you're going across water. Um, one was a big wall that was angled that people built like a human pyramid. There was two ways that you could go over the wall. One was that you built a human pyramid where people were laying on the on the wall and it's like stacked on top of each other and you had to climb up people to get over the wall. There were people hanging from the top to try to pull you over. There was that way or there was the, on the very far right, there was a rope that you kind of uh, went up it. If you guys remember the old Batman movie or the TV show where they kind of walking up the wall with the rope, you kind of walked up the, the wall like that with the rope. The only challenge is that the rope was extremely muddy, so it was slipping out of your hand. So the entire time you're pulling, you have to keep moving because the rope is slipping out of your hand with just so much mud on it. So one of the, I'd say one of the most memorable, extremely memorable uh, uh, obstacles was called the Arctic Enema. And again, you're jumping into a pit full of water. The water was about up to your chest high. And you were in the water and there were these wood planks that were, were over the top of the water that you had to go and the, the, on top of the wood planks was barbed wire. So you had to go underneath the wood plank, in, underwater, under the wood planks to the other side. There were two wood planks that you had to go under and then you had to climb on a cargo net to get out. The challenge with that one was is that literally next to that was a semi-truck refrigerated semi-truck that was filled with skids of ice. And so they were constantly taking bags of ice and putting it in that water. And the water was the coldest water I've probably have ever been in. It was literally when you jumped in it, 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 it took your breath away. It just, you can see how you can kind of start losing your orientation and start kind of panicking a little bit. So when I come up to the the, the pit, I noticed that people were panicking and shivering and stuff. And I just knew that in order for me to really be able to do this, I needed to keep moving. So I sat on the edge of the pit for a little bit, let people in front of me get out of the way. So then when I was ready and I jumped in, I just kept moving. I just went under the first one, went under the second one and got my way out. So again, it was uh, it was one of those that um, really is shocking how cold it was. And then when I was coming out, what I think surprised me is that as I was coming out, I didn't feel like I was going to warm up. Like it was stinging still. It took me a while for that to just like wear itself off. And it was like an 80 degree day. So it was, um, that one was a little shocking. That was probably one of the hardest obstacles I did. So then after that, that was about to the end. After that, the only obstacle that I didn't do, I can't remember what it's called, but it was you see it on American Ninja Warrior. It's like a it looks like a ramp and you run up the ramp and you try to jump and grab the top. They had that and there was three ways you can go up that. There was where you run up and you grab the the, the rail. There was run up and grab people that were up there at the top to catch you and then there was also a rope on that one. And it that one was a lot steeper. Now, one of the challenges that I had is that when I decided that I was going to do this uh challenge I decided I was going to start running and start really getting um, training for it. And after a few runs uh, of, of, of training, I started having ankle pain. 
And so I went and got the, uh, I got an x-ray, didn't find anything, but it just, anytime I would run, I would start to get the ankle pain. So when I was at the mutter, I was, my ankle, I wrapped it. I wrapped it with like two, two different wraps. Actually, I had it layered. So my ankle was pretty secure, but as I was running, I could feel it a little bit, but it was, it was okay. The challenge I had is that this is all out in a, uh, a pasture, a big old farm. And so you're running on uneven ground. You're running through higher grass. And at one point in time, there was a root that was sticking out. I tripped over it. And as you're tripping, you're kind of like running to catch yourself. That's when my ankle started getting uh, irritated again. So it really started hurting at that point in time. And it wasn't too long after that, that this ramp was on there. And so I was in line getting ready to do the ramp. And I was I was thinking about it. And I, I was like, I want to do this. It's the only obstacle I'm not going to do. And I just had this fear that, I was not going to be walking away from that place. I was going to hurt my ankle to the point to where I was not going to be able to walk. And I just decided to put my ego in check and uh, just decided that that was not the obstacle for me. That was the one I, the only one I went around. Um, another obstacle that they had is is um, a giant like rope structure. So it's like a cargo net, but it's probably 50 foot tall, maybe. But that wasn't that hard because you climb up it through a cargo and you climb back down on the other side of the cargo net. And um, the only hard part of that is, again, they had a wall that had like a two by four nailed to it about halfway up. And getting up to the cargo net on the first side was challenging. And and uh, the funny thing is, is that I end up lifting, helping lift my teammates up there. Then when I lifted all them, all my teammates were already up up on the rope. And so then I was like, okay, who do I, and so I helped some other woman, I helped her up and then there was like no one left. And, uh, so I look up and there's a guy, he's like, Hey, I'll help you. And he's, he was at the top already and he was holding his hand down to help. And I thought this guy is not going to be able to help get me up there by myself. I need some by at the bottom. Anyway, there's no one there. So he, he reached down, grabbed me. I was able to pull myself up. So I ended up getting up that, going up the cargo rope. So then one of the most memorable uh, obstacles was uh, electroshock therapy, which is you have this big runway that you run through, uh, and there's all these uh, like rope type things hanging down, and all of them, not all of them, but many of them are live wires. And so you could hear people, it sounded like a bug zapper when people were like running through it. And I watched a, a guy that was pretty, pretty big uh, run through there, and it buckled him. He went down. And so that one was a little uh, intimidating to me. So then when I got to that one, I was actually behind a guy and there's two ways to go through it. Well, there's three ways you can go around it. Every obstacle you had the option to go around, you could go around it. The other option was you could run through it, which I see a lot of people fail. I've seen some people succeed, but also see a lot of people fail, or you could crawl under the wire. And so when I got to the, the, the obstacle, there was a guy in front of me and I just told myself, I'm going to do whatever he does. He runs through it. I'm running through it. I'll do whatever he does. So he gets up there. I thought for sure he was going to run through it. He ended up going down, crawling under it. And I'm like, ah, I guess I'll crawl under it too. So I kind of chicken out on that one. The challenge is, is I'm crawling under it. I look over and my son is just running through it. So he ended up doing it. I didn't. I still got shocked at one point. I lifted up too high, got me on the shoulder. Wasn't that bad. I probably could have ran through it, but I think just the thought of seeing uh, seeing them take a pretty big guy down kind of made me nervous. So anyway, it's it, you know it, it was still fun. The whole thing was fun. It was just, I mean, I actually purposely wore a white t-shirt when I went 
And uh, it was not even remotely right white when I was done. So that was kind of fun just to get, you know, caked in mud, get dirty. Afterwards, they had like uh, hoses you could hose yourself off. It just seemed like the mud never went away. And i tell you one of the things that that I liked about the Tough Mudder. I'm glad I chose the Tough Mudder because one of the things about it is that, one, they basically said that there's no time. They don't really care about your time. It's not a time event. They don't really care. It's about just going and challenging yourself. The other thing that they really promoted was that it's all about community and sticking together. And they basically said, everyone there is your teammate. Everyone there is to there to help each other. And and that event was really like that. Like I had people that I didn't know that was either helping me up or I helped people I didn't know. Everybody, There was people there that they were just... They just sat and helped so many people up. So it was just such a neat community of people that were just there helping each other. And we, I think we're missing some of that in today's, you know, today's society. So that was really cool to be part of an event that everybody was just helping lift each other up. And uh, the other thing is I, I really wanted to, I really wanted to do an event also, not just because, you know, I was turned 50 and I wanted to challenge myself, but I just, always like to have something that I'm looking forward to or something that I'm working towards. I'm going towards something. Again, we can get kind of complacent, especially when we get older. And to me, it's extremely important that I'm constantly thinking about the next thing I'm challenging myself on, the next thing that's taking me out of my comfort zone, the next thing that's scaring me a little bit. Um, I didn't know what to think about the Tough Mudder. You know, you see things on video. I watch YouTube, but I don't know how I'm going to react when I'm there. I don't know how well I'm going to do. You know, I was what I was afraid of is there's been times, you know, about a year ago, I was in the gym and I thought to myself, I can do a pull-up. I went up to grab the pull-up bar and I just hung there. I couldn't even move. So I was afraid that there's certain things that I saw on YouTube that I thought I can do that. And then I'd get there and not be able to do it. But I did pretty well. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't feel that bad afterwards. Sunday morning, man, when I woke up, that's when the soreness started kicking in, and and uh, it's it's taken me a couple of days to kind of to kind of get some of that soreness out. My 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 core, my entire core is extremely sore, but but again, I would I would probably do it again. I I, I think I don't know if I'm going to jump up to the 10k yet. Let's see how we uh, how it goes when I get there. They have one in Indiana in July, so I'm thinking about doing that one. I'll probably tried to, uh, you know, recruit some more people to do it with us. I just thought it was fun to have a team of people to go. And and it was just really enjoyable to kind of do. Again, it's just nice to uh, to not just decide, oh, I'm older now, so I have to take it easy. I'm older now, so I have to just rest. And, and I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm going to continue to challenge myself. I'm going to continue to try to do things that, you know, push my limits a little bit. And and to me, that's going to be what helps keep me younger. So, all right, for today's episode, let's talk about action items. So in every episode I have action items. So action item number one, put some sort of challenge out there for yourself. It doesn't have to be a tough mutter, anything. It can be a, a, a mini run. It can be any, any type of challenge that that uh, you normally wouldn't do. And it doesn't even have to be like a physical challenge. It can be just something that you're afraid of. Put something out there that you are working towards 
put something out there that you're going towards and, and really get outside of your comfort zone. So that's action item number one. All right, action item number two is a little different. It's kind of not really an action item, but kind of is. So action item number two is stop thinking about your age. Stop thinking about your age as being a limitation. Start just, it doesn't matter what your age is. It's, it's more about where are you physically? Make sure you're, you're, you're taking care of yourself physically to, the, to where the age doesn't matter as much. And really when it comes to mentally as well, like, I feel like people think that you have to act a certain way when you get older and you can't have the fun like you used to and laugh and joke and be goofy. But to me, age is just a number and, and, and really do not limit your behavior and what you do by your age. That's action item number two. All right. So thank you for joining me on today's episode. And again, if you like this episode, please subscribe to my podcast. Uh, leave this, I leave a positive review and share this episode with someone. And also, if you're interested in health coaching, please visit my website at kesterhealth.com.